For another bullet cast, I'm Philip. There's no Brian, so this podcast will be about 45 minutes to an hour shorter. Uh, Brandon is here, though. Hello. I am here, Philip. You know, no days off, even when there's another guy here. Still, Mr. No Days Off. But, Philip, I heard that, you know, someone might be a champion again. Yeah, you know, it, um, it happened over Bound for Glory. Um, I knew I would win because I, I pay attention. I pay attention to all I the mean, products. I'm not trying to sit here and complain, but I might be filing a petition to the Bullet Cast committee. Why? Because, I mean, where where were your picks? I don't No one knew what your picks were. You just magically say you're the champion. I mean, I got records to show who my picks were. Um, and I'm not saying I got so. them perfect. I didn't get them perfect. But I was pretty damn close. You were I damn just find, close. I, I do find it weird, suspicious that there's no, I mean, that I know of any audio files or any text messages that state what your picks were. There's, you know, I have, I got receipts. Oh, it's out there. I got receipts. Where are they? Where can I find these receipts, Philip? It's out there. Where? But I just want to know where, because I can pull up the receipts right now and I can read off my list. Okay. And I, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I forget how many matches were. I missed like two. What is that's pretty good. I beat Brian. I know I beat Brian. I feel like I beat you, but I, I don't know that because I don't know what your picks were. I got one wrong. I got the I got the tag match wrong. But but how would I know that? I just got no I got nothing to go off of. You I mean you say that. Which... I did a preview podcast. It wasn't on the bullet cast, but I did a preview podcast. It's out there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I but, mean, look, but that but that wasn't an official bullet cast prediction. That was just another podcast. I mean, it, it it's out there in the universe. Okay. Look, okay. I have not given my predictions for other shows, and yet, and still, other people have walked out the champion. Which I also, you know, I also complain about because if you're gonna win the Bullet Cats title, it's not the Bullet Cats championship it, anymore. You need to. Well, now it's the Philip Antoine title. No, it is the Bullet Cast Heritage Universal Championship slash United States Intercontinental. No, no, no. It is the Bullet Cast Heritage Internet, Universal title. Look, multimedia championship. It, it doesn't matter. A 12-time champion. I got the dirty dozen. I'm the last ever champion. But I'm... The smile still really isn't there. I thought maybe that would do it, but it's not. I don't know. Brandon, just, I may never be the same again. I know. You know, some people, they try to fix their emotions with... You know, physical things, buying things, thinking that's going to make it better. It's not. You know, money doesn't make everything happy. You so need what's to find. Gonna, what, I don't know. You know what? Maybe if I got what I went to that place to get, may, may, maybe, maybe none of this would be happening if I'd gotten what I went there to get. That is a possibility. You know, it just saying. shows you that you, know, you can't buy happiness. You can't. I mean, you you earned the title, quote unquote, earned it, quote unquote. I, I earned but, it. Well, I'm going to put it to you like this. I could have put the title on myself at any point in time throughout the duration of this show's existence. Why would I start now? Why would I? Because you lost your smile. You're getting a little desperate. You're trying desperate. to just do anything. I don't have a desperate bone in my body. I mean, I'm not saying you know you're like desperate, desperate, but you know you're just. Well, they say curiosity killed the cat. Desperation killed the dinosaur. All right. Yeah. So WWE, for the first time, and I think ever, has uh, announced their whole pay-per-view schedule for uh, the upcoming year, which is 2022. I will read them off. So day one in Atlanta on January 4th, uh, January 1st, I'm sorry. Uh, That's going to be a Saturday. The Royal Rumble is a Saturday on January 29th in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. At the AT&T Stadium, Saturday and Sunday, April 2nd and 3rd. Uh, there will be a, a pay-per-view on Sunday, May 8th in Providence, Rhode Island. We don't know what it is going to be yet. June 5th in Chicago, there will be a pay-per-view. That's on a Sunday. Saturday, July 2nd, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Saturday, July 30th, 
uh, SummerSlam, which is coming really early, is going to be in Nashville uh, September 3rd and Sunday, September 4th. They're going to be a, a pay-per-view. We don't know the location yet. And Saturday, uh, November 26th uh, in Boston is going to be Survivor Series. A lot of Saturday pay-per-views. WWE, they, uh, you know, they had SummerSlam on a Saturday to kind of see – uh, what it was going to be like, kind of test the waters. I think they did good business. Um, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Saturday pay-per-views and WWE uh, releasing the whole pay-per-view schedule for the upcoming year? Uh, Saturday pay-per-views, I quite enjoy. I really did like how AEW was doing the Saturday pay-per-views. It uh, not only because I'm a I'm a football fan, so now this time of the year, you know, trying to watch the pay-per-views and watch like Sunday Night Football makes it a lot, a lot easier. It's just better. You know, you, you go over with your friends on Saturday. You can have a good time, you know, have a little have a little drinks. You know, don't got to worry about the Mondays. You can just chill out, have fun. I like it. I know Sundays is like a historical thing. That's what they always used to do. But if I have to pick one, I do like Saturdays more than Sundays. And just them announcing, it makes sense. WWE trying to get their you know, their tickets going, trying to sell out arenas. They're still going to sell out, you know, the big ones like Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, all those types. But um, I mean, you were at the San Francisco show. Sometimes they struggle a little bit. So just kind of getting the news out there, getting people excited. It makes sense. We haven't, we're hearing rumblings. They're going to the UK. I know there's like a couple openings that that still could happen, but a little interesting that we're not getting SummerSlam in the, uh, in the UK yet. Uh, it's weird that it's not going to be in August. That's really weird to me. Yeah, well, you know, it's still summertime. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just used to like, you know, that last week of August. You know, SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Um, so- I do like WrestleMania being two nights again. If I, I would rather just be one night, just a nice crisp three and a half, four hours show. But if they're going to bloat it, make it two nights. This is true. This is true. Um, so. Normally we, we would see like Hell in a Cell or TLC, not to say these aren't going to happen, but it uh, they're not being advertised yet, yet. Uh, so there are three pay-per-views are, are actually, okay, so hold on. It's going to be one, one pay-per-view in September is going to be a two-night event. Uh, so what, what do you think that would be? Like a, like a King of the Ring, Queen's Crown type thing for that? Could be. I, I was thinking that September show could be the UK special. That's whether, a possibility. Whether they split it up to make it like, well, I would say an, an NXT takeover, but we don't know what NXT is going to be looking like by September. But I mean, a two night event having it in. But I mean, they're they're doing Allegiant Stadium, the Raiders Stadium for Money in the Bank. They're doing the Titan Stadium for SummerSlam. So doing three. I know it's a completely different market. But doing like three big time shows back to back to back, not in terms of tickets. I'm just thinking of like what they're actually going to put on the show. Yeah, it's so. uh, it, it is something to behold. WWE looks like they're making some major moves. It's going to be an exciting time next year. Uh, that day one pay per view. I'm I'm really excited about that. that that's going to be something very interesting. It reminds me of uh, you remember New Year's re- uh, resolution? Yes, sir. Or was it, was a resolution or revolution? Revolution. It was New Year's Revolution. That's right. They would do that like early January, like the first Sunday in January, and then the Rumble would happen later on in the month. So it kind of reminds me of that time. I'm excited. Uh, there, there was a title swap on SmackDown. Um, so there are rumblings that Charlotte Flair has been upset with the WWE creative for quite some time. She wanted to drop the title to uh, Bianca at the Raw I was at in Sacramento. Um, that way, avoiding this whole title swap thing happening. And then I guess Charlotte expressed her di- discomfort all uh, throughout the day before it happened. And they've already edited out the, the title drop. You know, they go to this really weird shot of the fans, and then you have uh, Becky grabbing the title and et cetera. Uh, I've talked with this about well, – I've talked with this uh, with Brian. I've talked about this with Brian. I'm sorry. What are your thoughts? Um, it's an, an interesting scenario. Now, I'm all for wrestlers, like, you know, being independent thinkers and wanting the best for their characters. It's a very fine line. I will say I feel like Charlotte's starting to cross that line. Um, You know, I'm hearing rumblings backstage of, like, she, you know, no one really likes her. No one really wants to work with her. I've also heard, like, that Bianca story of her wanting to drop the title might just be her either trying to get Bianca on her side because 
the entire locker room doesn't really like her. So she's trying to have Bianca be like the lone person with her, or that just wasn't really, that's just a straight up lie. Like she didn't want to drop the title, like, you know, champion for that. That's just something she's, her camp is trying to say just to kind of save face a little bit, but you know, going back to the Nia Jack situation a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, I mean, we saw that kind of grind to a halt and it was kind of weird and awkward. And we just kind of threw it away as like just two wrestlers, just not get on the same page, just kind of getting frustrated. But now we see this with Becky. They're the four horsewomen. We would think they should be like really good friends, but that, that, that doesn't seem the case right now. You know, they got a little altercation. Charlotte gets escorted out the building. Yada, yada, yada. Um, it's a very interesting situation. The dogs agree. It is an interesting situation. They do not like Charlotte all that much, or the mailman, for that matter. Philip, what do you think of the Charlotte situation? Um, you're, you, the dogs don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I see, this is why I need Brian here to do the gimmick. To do the Queen, speaking of Queen City, yo, Greg Hamilton got fired. My guy got released. Okay. He says it's mutual, but like, nah, we, we, we saw the comments, bro. You, you, you threatened to use WWE lawyers. Come on now, my guy. Before we, before we finish Charlotte, what are your thoughts on the Greg Hamilton release? I know, I know. I you mean, I like, warned I, you, I warned you. I, I told know, you. I, know I mean, you a man like, who, who announces Kevin Owens or the undertaker like that, you just shouldn't trust him. Okay. Mike Rome does a better job. Yep. I mean, we all know Jojo. She's the goat. She does the best job. I mean, let's be honest. She's no Lillian Garcia. They should just bring Lillian back. They should bring her back. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Uh, look, I don't know what's going on with Charlotte. People are like, oh, she's she going to jump ship? Nah, dude. She's a lifer. She's a WWE lifer. Uh, I will say, I mean, since she's had this relationship with Andrade, I'm not saying, you know, Andrade is a bad influence or anything like that. Oh, but I'll say it. You know, yes. being outside the company, seeing greener pastures, you know, Andrade wasn't very happy with WWE to kind of getting in her ear a little bit. Look, man, I'm going to put it to you like this. He's been in AEW for what? Since what? June, July's had four matches, only one, two of them. His last year in WWE was better than his AEW run so far. I said it. Boom. Yeah. There you go. I mean, but he's with your boy Cody now. He's going to do great things. I mean, it's, honestly, it's a waste of Cody's time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Charlotte because I don't know. It, it feels like she's kind of living the gimmick right now to where I think she's, you know, taking herself a little too, too seriously. But it, it's something, something to monitor. Got to protect, protect the character, brother. I mean, we have Survivor Series coming up and essentially that would be Charlotte versus Becky. I'm not saying they're going to go out there and, you know, shoot on each other, brother, but it's, a cu- it's a weird. Couple, a couple potatoes might get thrown. Just, just a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just like this one thing kind of bubbling up. I think I watched like a video on cultaholic. They did a good job kind of explaining like Charlotte kind of being coddled and kind of being like the top person for the majority of her run. They, you know, insert her into the WrestleMania main event with Becky and Rhonda that didn't need to happen. Um, you know, I'm not saying this is WWE's fault per se either. It's, you know, it's just a cocktail and combination of a bunch of different things. Why yes, didn't it, need, it to didn't need we the all MMA know star the Becky person who was hot and at the Ronda, point, and then Charlotte's the legacy factor. Why we don't need Charlotte? You don't, you don't need legacy. You don't, don't need legacy. Charlotte just thrusted in there. Look, man, Becky won. What? Why are you upset? She won. She didn't need to have Charlotte. Didn't need to be there. We you know, know what? Charlotte didn't need to be there. Ronda versus Becky may not have drawn. Let's be real. Let's. I'll say it here. I. I, I don't think Charlotte had anything to do with that drawing. Okay. It, it's look. Ronda versus Becky probably wouldn't have drawn. So they had to use Charlotte. They need. I mean, her. Ronda is an infinitely bigger star than Charlotte is. Not. I mean, she is not exactly her peak from okay. the UFC days, but Ronda blow charlotte out of the water and even becky for that matter now becky did get really hot during that time she did but when charlotte you know just going back in time where charlotte was at that point look big becky stars and ronda can were handle a different pressure. A- i'm gonna put it to you like this different atmosphere big stars can handle pressure she was in the she was in ufc got her head kicked in went home for a year came to wwe oh no she went back to ufc lost again then came to wwe had a nice little run the fans started to turn on her dropped the title and went home we haven't seen her since Congratulations on the child, Ronda. Yeah, congratulations on the baby. 
But yeah, that's my point. That's my point. Moving on from that, Ring of Honor is closing its doors. It's going on hiatus. Uh, they put out the statement yesterday. So they are going to be doing some TV tapings and they will be doing their uh, annual December pay-per-view final battle at the end of the year. But once that is over, all uh, wrestlers will be released from their contracts immediately and they are free to work elsewhere. Ring of Honor plans on coming back in April of 2022. Um, this is sad, man. I mean, you look at the landscape of wrestling and uh, and really in NXT, you know, uh, that old version of NXT, a lot of top guys built that. I mean, a lot of top Ring of Honor guys built that. I mean, you, you have Steen and Cole and et cetera. Uh, Brandon, thoughts on Ring of Honor going away? And then where do you want to see a lot of those guys go besides AEW? I mean, it is really sad to see ROH kind of in the state it's in. They were running shows without fans pretty much throughout the entire pandemic. And now, uh, you know, they say they're going to come back after Supercard of Honor WrestleMania weekend. I'm not like 100% sure if that's exactly the case, but um, it, it just sucks because like, yeah, as you said, like ROH has been around for over 20 years. It's pretty much like shaped like wrestling, what wrestling is today. You know, they come out of the Attitude Era doing more honor, more technical type wrestling. And, you know, you said kind of the more recent people, but just like, uh, you know, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, uh, Punk, and guys of that nature. Styles, uh, Eddie Guerrero went there to revitalize his career for a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, it it, it was kind of like one of those things like we always think like, oh, Impact's never going to go away. And I think ROH was like that same thing. But I mean, the pandemic just kind of hit them like super hard. Sinclair just doesn't see them making it that much money. But um, I hope they come back. Now, I don't know what their business model is going to be. They say it's going to be like more fan-centric or whatever. I I don't know if they're just going to be like the East Coast version of PWG, if they just run like super shows, which, I mean, that'd be fun, but I don't know if that's exactly what they're going to do where they just run like really cheap, bare bones, like taping schedule, kind of like what Impact does, but even maybe on a lower scale. But when it comes to like the talent, there's like a bunch of talent over there that I think companies would just swoon over. Now, WWE has come out and said that they don't, have any interest of signing like indie talent and guys of that nature. They all want homegrown stars, which I always thought is just laughable and makes absolutely no sense to me, but excuse me. What? You, you don't like homegrown stars. I'm fine with homegrown stars, but if you're going to go out there and try to train Braun breaker, you know, the latest Minnesota standout, why wouldn't you not want to bring in some people who, you know, have some wrestling background and actually we're, wrestled we're, on the indie going, scenes. We're going back to the recipe of that great OVW class. That's what we're doing now. Okay. I mean, we've already discussed this. You know, Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton are the only homegrown stars because John Cena wrestled around here for a little bit. Uh, Batista's a homegrown star. Shelton was a homegrown star. Didn't Batista do like some like little things like beforehand? But there you go. John Cena. John Cena, not a homegrown star, but he's the biggest star. Exactly. He had a little bit of seasoning before he got to OVW. Okay. And look, look Cena, Cena had like what? A year. These guys have multiple years. I'm I, like, I, I don't look. My point is, my point is, they're doing something different. I'm, and we're fine with that. Now, maybe their their um their ideas and ideals might change, and they may pick up a, a Jonathan Gresham or you know, uh, etc. I think guys like Danhausen. I think he should go to Impact Wrestling. Um, I mean, Jay Lethal, he was an impact standout, obviously the flair promo, the woo off. Maybe he could go back there, have a cup of coffee. Um, MLW could I'll swoop up a lot of these guys. I think that would be something really interesting. I want to see Jonathan Gresham versus Davey Richards. And, and I want to see Calvin Tankman versus Jay Lethal and, and, and et cetera and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, ROH, they've kind of fallen off recently, so we kind of don't talk to them as much, but they have so like Tony Khan's fault. They have so much talent. I mean, you talked about some of them. I mean, Bandito. Bandito was almost going to be one of the focal points of AEW, but ROH just gave him such a big check that he had to take their money. And so I would say Bandito probably goes to AEW and Dragon Lee. He has, you know, connections to New Japan, and I think they'd be fantastic over there. Jonathan Gresham, he was more like the, just the wrestler's wrestler for the longest time, but now he's kind of putting, like, the character work together. So... That would be really, I mean, I'm not saying all these people are going to go to AEW, but going and if they want to go to WWE, I have no qualms with that, but I just don't know if WWE wants them. 
And Flip Gordon, I think, is another interesting one because he was so hot with the elite before AEW started. And he just and he just kind of he fell off. And I don't know if AEW wants to go back to that because they have like, you know, Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen and guys like that. I don't know if they want to, you know, go back in time. This is all Tony Khan's fault. Exactly. It really is. And shout out Roxy. I think with the women's division with AEW kind of being the way it is, I definitely think they should go out. Yeah, there. they should grab those women. I mean, who do they? I know they have Angelina Love, uh, Trisha Dora. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I want Trisha to go to Impact. Uh, Larry Tugman herself. I mean, she's great. Uh, I, I I really enjoy her work. You know, and I think Impact would really benefit from having her in the Knockouts division. Yeah, and like the uh, the likes of the Briscoes, like the Briscoes have been in ROH forever. It's kind of weird thinking of them, you know, being contracted somewhere else. And if they were even just to go like to AEW for like a spot of just like you know doing the Lucha Bros or the Young Bucks or Santanas, like you know, they're I love the, I love the Briscoes. I think they carry themselves fantastic. They have and they're not like they feel like they're like super old, like in their mid forties. They're only like 36, 37 which is crazy to think about. And then just like random things you don't think of, like Ian Riccoboni. I think he's a, he's a good, solid announcer. Yeah. And and with the aging guys of JR and Tony Schiavone, I think he'd be a solid fit over there as well. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of JR, um, he announced that he has skin cancer. So uh, get well soon. Hopefully you can fight this and uh, be as healthy as a horse, Mr. Ross. Yep. Yep. Get healthy. Get back on the horse. Uh, Yeehaw. Yep, get back on your feet. Speaking of get back on your feet, uh, Starboy Charlie broke his leg at an indie show. Uh, I've seen the footage. It does not look pretty. It's very nasty. Get well soon, Starboy Charlie. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it gets gets better soon, you know, before WrestleMania season starts uh, picking up indies and all those, things of that nature. All those shows, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God, Starboy. Hmm. Um... Let's go on to SmackDown. Brock Lesnar gets suspended. He annihilates Roman Reigns, and well, not annihilates, but he, you know, he, he gets he gets some up on Roman Reigns. Takes out the Usos. Uh, attacks uh, Adam Pierce after Pierce suspends him. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is kind of just par for the course with Brock. He's like the the monster that he can't just sit on the sidelines because then it just raises questions of where is he. And so we see this all the time, you know, he goes, attacks people, he gets suspended and he'll be back. Maybe, maybe he makes a Royal Rumble appearance, but definitely for WrestleMania. Absolutely. And then uh, we have the coronation of King Xavier. What are your thoughts on King Xavier? Um, you know, they're definitely like leaning heavily into the King gimmick. I don't know if that's exactly like the best thing for a baby face, but New Day can pull it off. It, it, I mean, I've said my things about King of the Ring. I don't like take it too seriously or care too much about it. So, you know, having Xavier kind of, you know, do all, all these things for the King of the Ring and like pretending like he's actual king and rules things. It's a little eye rolling, but I wonder if this leads anywhere or if this is just him having fun and, you know, doing a bit. I think it's just him doing a bit. I think it's just him doing a bit. All right, outside of the ring, Maxwell Jacob Friedman says in 2024, when his AEW contract is up, he might go to the other place, meaning WWE. That excites me. Doesn't it excite you? I mean, MJF is like the most WWE thing in AEW. Now, his promos aren't very WWE, but, you know, he's a really good talker, not the best wrestler, but... um, if he were to go to WWE, it would be interesting. When his contract is up, he'll be 29 years old. Come on, man. Come I on. I mean, he, he tried out for tough enough. They didn't want him. That was, that was back then. He wasn't cutting these kind of promos back then. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. I mean, I saw I saw his tryout tape. It's You could see MJF lingering in there. You could see today's Maxwell versus younger Maxwell. It was in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think he would be the first major jump. I mean, as I said, I, I wonder what WWE will do with like these AEW talents. If, er, I, I would wonder if maybe it's more like the former WWE guys. Like if they were to see Aleister Black 
like he doing these things like you know what everyone told us you could be something we didn't believe them but you know you're not that bad but then it also comes down to vince being the type of guy who wants to you know build something he doesn't want to take someone else's creation and you know just use that so well mjf is his own creation exactly it's not vince's vince can tweak it I, I could see him bringing in MJF and Wardlow, and then Vince just dumps MJF because he's short and just goes with Wardlow. No. Even though I feel like, you know, Wardlow's turning in the next six months. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's coming. So he was dressed like Firefly Funhouse Bray last week. So and then we got a Fiend Bray in the uh, in the crowd. Yeah. We know One more doing. day until the 90 days are up. We know, we know what you're doing, Tony. We know what you're doing. Uh, inside the ring. So Halloween Havoc. It happened. Congratulations to Toxic Attra- Toxic Attraction. They all hold gold in NXT. So why aren't you going to be talking about NXT now, Brandon, on Curveballs and Boy, Chair Shots? You have to listen to Curveballs and Chair Shots. Me and Dominic made a little bet that if something happens, then we just wouldn't talk about NXT anymore. Why won't you talk about good sports entertainment? You're going to deprive your listeners. It, it wasn't, a, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Blame it on Dominic. Put all the heat on Dominic. You know, he's been kind of falling off with NXT, just like some other people have. Why? Wasn't wasn't the biggest fan of Mandy Rose, you know, getting this push when there's other capable women on the roster. I mean, watch out for Cora Jade, baby. You know, she rides a skateboard and she wears a beanie. She's just so cool. Look, man, Mandy deserves it. Okay, I'm happy for you, Mandy. I, I am incredibly <laughs> happy for you. Mandy. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, Braun Breaker, an impressive performance, getting dee-dee-deed on the, uh, on, the, uh, on the cement and bleeding and stuff like that. I thought that was good. Io Shirai with the bump of the year. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that, that, that tag team women's ladder match was um, not good. I mean, it was the bump of the year. I mean, shout out Io, but the rest... That's fine. No one got hurt. That's all we can ask for. I mean, they've never been in a ladder match before. What do you expect? And you could tell. What do you expect? It's one thing when you have like two green people who've never been in a ladder match before, but when you have six of them or five, four of them going like back to back to back, it really stands out. I mean, still better than Danielson Omega. I mean, at least that one had to finish. Yes, the the ladder match had to finish. That's what I'm saying. I know. Come on, guys. I told you. Told you. Uh, Bound for Glory also happened. That's where I uh, became the Bullocast Heritage allegedly. allegedly Universal Champion. There's no allegedly. You saw the photo. I'm the two championships. I'm the guy now. Now my I show. Like, I just feel like Philip. You know, looked at my answers, copied them, and just changed up one thing. No, he's that guy. He he's that guy in class. No. No, I was an honor student. What do you mean? Ch- you know, changed up a little bit so the teacher doesn't notice. What do you mean? Look, I don't know why you're upset. I mean, I was I'm, very. As I'm a, a champion that the people can be proud of. Watcher of Impact, I was proud with my picks, and you didn't you even don't give Impact us. Wrestling. You didn't even get not he neither here nor there. Yeah, you you see? didn't give us the proper picks. Now I know the people out there didn't listen to my picks, but we have a group chat. Me and Brian texted. Philip didn't even give us a common courtesy to send his picks our way. I was very proud. I got Mama Thickness. She's the new digital media champion. Shout yes. out. Yes, I picked I was very well. proud of that. That's because you just copied me. I didn't copy you. I'm pretty sure you copied. I looked me. at the people in the match. I'm like, not Madison, not not Falaba. Ah, let's go, Jordan. And boom. I'm gonna Look. shout out Jordan. You know, recreating that iconic Shawn Michaels photo with the title. Yeah, great content. Great content for Ab- the digital media. Absolutely. Ah, uh, so inspir- inspiration. They made their debut. <laughs> it doesn't hit the same. It doesn't. Um, yeah, the song, the song is great. Shout out, shout out, shout out to putting that together. Whoever, whoever worked on that, that that's fantastic. Uh, they're the new knockout stag team champions. The homie Trey Miguel is the, um, he's the new ex division correctly champion. picked yes. again. I, I mean, you know, that happened because of me, right? You know, we chop it, we chop it up at, at West Coast Pro. I did that. Um, the main event, Josh Alexander, who won the impact title. I bought him a Red Bull at GSW. And then Moose came in and won the Impact title. I shook his hand at GSW. I'm doing this. It's me. 
Did you not? Did you really not know? Congratulations, Philip. You run Impact Wrestling. No, I'm the greatest good luck charm ever. When AJ Styles wins the WWE Championship again, you literally have I mean, the Midas touch. I. You you t- you give someone a handshake and they're destined for gold. Literally, you see. I mean, come on, man. Come on. I mean, maybe maybe next time I see you, I'll shake your hand and you might win a championship again. Not yeah. not this one. I mean, yeah, I've, the been, last I've, ever. I've been told, you know, last time ever, even though I got the bullet cast in the bank, that thing never gets used ever. Well, you so, should you, know. you should have used it. You should have. I, I told. I warned you. I'm just gonna. Gave- I'm just gonna frame. It. See, the dogs agree once again. Let me use bullet cast in the bank. I don't care what your dogs say. Look, I told you. To, I, I gave you fair warning. You sh- you should have done something. You you, you should have done something. Something. Bound for Glory was a cool pay per view. Shout out Mickey James. She's the new uh, Knockouts champion. I remember her run fondly back 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 in the day. Good stuff. Good good stuff. Um. All right. This day in wrestling, Mikey Whipwreck wins the ECW title in 1995. 25 years ago today on WCW Nitro in 1996, Crow Sting makes his debut. Uh, Cyber Sunday 2007, Batista defeated The Undertaker to retain the World Heavyweight title. Hell in the Cell 2012, Ryback's favorite match. He was in there with CM Punk for the WWE Championship. Raw on this day in 2013, Damian Sandow unsuccessfully cashes in Money in the Bank on a World Heavyweight Champion in the name of John Cena. 2014, uh, SmackDown. I think uh, I think Dean Ambrose and Cesaro were in a trick or street fight. Evolution was on this day in 2018. We all know what happened. There was all women's pay per view. Good stuff. MVP is 48. Christy Hemi is 41, and Rocky Romero is 39. Rocky Romero was in the uh, call your call your what, call your shot gauntlet battle royale. Yeah, yeah. The demon was there too. The demon. Shout, was shout there. out the demon. Shout out the demon. Yes. I don't oh. know if you got to if he still has to like run that past kiss, but. I would assume so, but I don't know how that works. I don't think so. All right, let's go to the fan mail. Jesus Christ, I'm getting emails as we speak. As we speak. All right, uh, Robert Walker. Uh, when does WrestleMania season officially start for you guys? Normally people say the Rumble, but do you say different? I say the Royal Rumble, yeah. Once that Royal Rumble winner points at the, the WrestleMania sign and the sparkles go, that's when it's WrestleMania season, baby. It officially starts. Yes, yes, yes. Alfie Lewis. Yo, Philip has been wilding on these last few episodes, but it's funny, though. Um, I don't think I'm wilding. I think I'm expressing my honest opinion, you know? The, I, I told you people I was going to start saying how I really felt. Don't piss me off right now. Uh, it's, it's okay. You are, you've been so wilding, Philip. I, I have a. Have I, have I really been wild? You know, I, mean, I, I, I see the tweets from Strictly for the Culture. You know, he, he'd be liking what you're doing. You see? You see? The culture agrees. They, res- they respect. And, hey, hey, man. Did, did, uh, I mean, have you, did you see that, uh, that Instagram argument I got in with somebody? Over, uh, over no, tell, tell, the, tell the people. Okay, so. So, um, I. Uh, Shout out to uh, F from the Black Announce Table. He he put on Twitter, Crown Jewel better than All Out. And I posted it on the Bulletcast Instagram. And somebody was like, nah. And then we, we got into like this two-hour debate about AEW and WWE. And then, you know, I, 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 uh, I said, well, you know, TK, he doesn't know how to book the black talent right. That's all I'm going to say. And then we just got into this whole other thing. And Vince didn't do it till it was trendy to do. I'm like, bruh. We had black tag champs in 84. What are you talking about? And yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He, he, let's just say homie lost that debate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you, uh, if you, if you want to go read those comments, Brandon, it's, it's actually quite amusing. And where would these uh, comments be found on the bullet cast Instagram? Yes. Look up the, uh, just go to the photo where it says crown Jew better than all out. And you can, you can read those for yourself and might have a little chuckle or two or three or four or more. All right, Dan. 36 comments. Yeah, damn. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I've I've been listening the last few weeks. What's up with the racial talk when it comes to AEW? Why can't we just enjoy Tony Khan is doing a good job? Oh, is, here we go again, Phil. There you go. Is he, though? Is he, though? Huh? Is he? Is he, Brand- is he really doing a good job? Look, shout out to Alfred from Pro Wrestling Bits. He said the AEW World Title Eliminator has now become the widest tournament in pro wrestling. It's not wrong. 
We had one hope. We had one hope. And Hobbs got eliminated. Dana Bryan's married to, to Brie Bella. Does, does that count? No. No? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. What are, you, what are you talking about? You know, I'm just... We're talking you know. about the way that talent is booked of a darker complexion on AEW television. Scorpio Sky, the only reason why he's getting this so much TV time, he's around a whole bunch of white guys. No, well, that's disrespectful, Scorpio Sky. You're just saying he didn't earn his spot. You're just saying bro, because he's bro, next to look, white people. Look, man, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you like this. He he was what the first tag team champion, one half of them. Okay, sure. Lost them too soon. Didn't see him again for a long, long time. Popped in and out. Okay, sure. He wins a ladder match with a brass ring, which is an unprecedented shot at Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and then he loses his opportunity. Come on, bro. Come on. When he's on TV, he loses, and then he wins on their YouTube show. He builds up this record. Why isn't he in the contention for the world championship if wins and losses matter there and they have this ranking system and all this other stuff? Huh? Huh? I mean. Jade, she's undefeated. Why isn't she in in contention for the uh, women's championship, the heavyweight women's championship? Huh? No clue. Hmm? Hold on a moment. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying, man, like, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. It makes me upset. Pisses me off. It pisses me off. Pisses me off a great deal. All right. Let's go to the next one. Let's go. Let's 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 go. Let's let's go to another one. OK, we're back. We're back. OK, I'm glad you're back. Now you can do the gimmick. Hootie who 420. Hootie who mates that title exchange was cringe AF. Why in the bloody hell uh, would they do that with this caliber of talent? Oh, we already talked about that. We, we don't know. We just don't know. Can you read off uh, Mr. X's questions? Mr. X. Well, Mr. X, I know he has asked us some questions that we've already discussed a little bit. There it is. Okay, here we go. First one. <clears throat> this is some crazy news about ROH. I wonder what's going on with the management there. Is, it, is this a case of them losing money because they didn't have people in attendance? I don't know, but I do, but I hope that they can get things sorted out April of next year. Um, I've seen so many people thanking them, wrestlers and fans alike, and I definitely need to thank them for follow for allowing me to create two official designs for them. Uh, there are more planned, but now I have no idea what will come of them. Honor is forever. Honor is forever. Uh, real quick, shout out to Titus O'Neil. He opened up a uh, middle school in his name. Congratulations. There you go. Just he's he's a LeBron James of You see why doesn't this happen? Why doesn't this happen in AEW? Huh? Huh? I would like to send my kid to a to a Scorpio Sky Middle School. But no. No. I think I'm going to send my kid to some rundown Kenny Omega Auditorium or something like that. Absolutely not. See more, more and more proof, bro. Vince is for you know Vince is invited to the cookout. I might even let him make the potato salad. Yeah, I said it. And you know how you know how integral potato salad is to a cookout. Very integral. Yeah. Potato salad over macaroni salad. Oh, I don't even like macaroni salad. That's like uh, yeah. I mean you know it, the the threshold like it's really easy to make to mess up macaroni salad, but like when it's good, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to mess up potato salad. And it, it, if you start putting those raisins and all that other stuff in it, then yeah, you're 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 86. Absolutely. What what else, Mister Rex, have to say? What the hell is going on with Charlotte? This all started with this dumbass trading of the titles. This just proves that the exchange of titles idea is evil, and no good comes from them. No good does come from them. I'll, I will say that. Just just one title. Just have one title. And we failed to mention the whole issue that really arose from this is Becky wanted to do Becky two belts. She wanted to have both titles and have like a little photo op, you know, do a little caption on Instagram and things like that. But apparently Charlotte shot that down because the queen wouldn't ever allow that to happen, which is like, it's kind of dumb, but I also hate the fact that Charlotte has like referees and ring announcers opening the door or opening the ring ropes for her. Why? They're they're doing what they should. 
they're officials. They're not there to kowtow to Charlotte. They're there to count the pins and the submissions and enforce the rules. So not there to be Charlotte's servants. So, so, so what you're, so what you're saying, if, if, if you're walking into a building and let's say a woman is beside you or walking around you, trying to get into the same building, you wouldn't open the door for. That's a completely different thing. It's basically the same thing. It's not the same thing. It is. No, it's not. Is it? No, it's not. Is it? She's the one that's out here walking around with big old flare, floofy capes and stuff. You know, if she has any issues, then maybe she shouldn't have the big floofy capes anymore. Honestly, look, she could have them fired. She could have she could have them fired. Yeah. So, of course, she's going to do that. Of course, she's going to be there to have them open up the ropes for well, as how, they should. Well, I mean, if they do it for Charlotte, they want to do that for every other person. Because nobody, nobody else is on her left. That's favoritism. So, look. That's favoritism. From now on, when I see you, you're going to open up doors for me. How about that? I mean... I Championship will come back if you do. Whatever you want. Am I going to see you at West Coast Pro in a couple weeks? My people will talk to your people. All right. What, is what Brian going to be there? Is Brian going to finally show up? Is he because, you know, he doesn't like us anymore. What, what do you mean? <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> this true. is just what happened with the other guy. It just it turns from one show to two shows to a month to a year to forever. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> what else did Mr. X have to say? What did Mr. X have to say? In all seriousness, are there real issues with Charlotte backstage? Even with the report she wanted to drop the title to Bianca are apparently being refuted told you uh could this be a case of charlotte living the gimmick because she was pretty much pushed pretty hard ever since she was in nxt and i am now uh denying i am not denying how good she is but if these stories about her backstage are true is ww responsible for creating this and could not and could they lose her if andrade can convince her mr x i promise you i did not read this ahead of time i am not copying your ideas i agree with you wholeheartedly buddy do you Read the next one, then, if you agree. I mean, I didn't get this one. This is a new one. We get a new one. Uh, Was it necessary to put those men through the ladder, that ladder match? Well, it was definitely fun to watch when we all knew that Seth was going to become the next contender for Big E's title. Um, We didn't know that. We did not know that. I thought it was going to be somebody else. We'll talk about that more once we get to Monday Night Raw. And then I'll finish them up by saying, uh, what is with the new music? Uh, they changed Keith Lee's music again, plus added a roar before it starts. And Meow. if you know anything about actual Bearcats and Bin Binturongs, as they are actually known, they don't roar. Uh, plus, they changed Sammy and Damian Priest music, however generic rock music they have on hand. Oh well, Sammy's music was changed so that he can't sing along with it because he's a bad guy. The same for what they did with Shinsuke. Uh, you you have to know these things, Mr. X. You, you've been watching wrestling. Hey, Mr. X, as a man from Cincinnati, the, shout out the Cincinnati Bearcats. He knows a thing or two about uh, Bearcats. Don't make me start. I'll stop. He, he, he's Sorry, they don't he, rare. He's lucky he made the Bullet Cast Bloodline graphic, which a prototype is being made as we speak. Some some prototype merch is being made. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, look, it's fine. Keith, he's on TV. He's winning. Who cares? Who cares? Come on, guys. I mean, I, it's not exactly my favorite. I wish they just kept him limitless, kept the old NXT thing, you know, theme music. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's winning. He's getting a push. Don't know how long it's going to last, but he is getting a push, yes, which is yes. more than I could say for some people. While Goldberg didn't kill Lashley at Crown Jewel, could he still be arrested for uh, charged for attempted murder? Absolutely, he should be. Goldberg shouldn't be sitting at home with his son and his wife. He should be in a jail cell. Yeah, I said it. What's, what's Bill going to do? Lashley signed his life away when he agreed to the terms of the match. But you he cannot, knew what was coming. Nah, no, he didn't. He didn't know. He didn't think that old man was going to do that to him. I don't think anybody thought that old man was going to do it to him. Goldberg's best match? Uh, since the Brock Lesnar WrestleMania match. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So was that like five, four, five years? Something like 2017. When was that? So four it, was, years. it was some time ago. Yeah. Four and a half years. Yes. Uh, lastly, finally, just I uh, want to wish you all a very happy ha- uh, Halloween. 
and was wondering what your favorite Halloween candy was growing up. I always loved the different flavors of Tootsie Rolls rather than original flavor. Uh, Snickers are always good. Nerds were a good choice, too. Of course, can't go wrong with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I love me some Reese's. Snickers are said I for. Um, You know what? There were these... These uh these bottle cap candies they they were like a little circle, and mm-hmm. they they bottle caps yeah bottle caps that's right they taste like soda different sodas love those love those that's, a, that's I'm always that's I've always been like a, a a sweet type of guy so I always like the like the nerds and the Wonka stuff and the laffy taffies and like all of that stuff I love chocolate don't get me wrong but I think Butterfinger probably the uh, the goat chocolate bar I will say it's underrated. Butterfinger is underrated. People don't know. I have you. Okay, so here's, here's a real question: Have you ever bought a Butterfinger and it's not broken? Uh, I don't know. Usually, I only have like little ones. Oh, so. you've never had the. So I mean, I probably have had like the bigger, like regular size ones, but I would assume you've never had a full size Butterfinger that was not broken. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna I'm go to the store. I'm gonna buy a couple, and I'm gonna test this theory. I'll get back to you. Okay. Well. We're going to be waiting for you next the, week. The, the next time, you know, when we go to West Coast Pro, um, how about we have some Butterfingers on the way there? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've just, you know, my season's come starting next week, and I just I just worked out earlier for the first time in God knows how long. I'm lucky. Actually, we're, I'm surprised I'm even doing this podcast with you. I thought I was going to die. That's right. I'm, I'm right there with you. I probably should have went to the gym on Monday. I had a free day. And, of course, my lazy ass didn't go. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Candy corn. Very important question. Yes or no? I'm fine with it. I, it's not like it's not like oh, I'm I ha- I must have it. It's a okay. It's there. I'll, I'll have it a little bit. You know. Uh, can, have you ever put candy corn and popcorn? No, usually I just my, do the uh, I do the popcorn on its own. My my grandma my grandma told me about this, so I, I threw a little candy corn and some popcorn. It's not bad. I'm like oh, well, this, this is actually pretty good. It's not the healthiest thing in the world because it's just more salt. But I do like putting Old Bay in in the popcorn. Putting what? Old Bay, oh, God. the seasoning, oh. candy corn. I like it. Not going to say I love it, but I do not understand all this hate towards the candy of corn. Man, I don't understand. Uh, well, it, Halloween is is coming up. Brandon, what's your favorite Halloween costume that you've ever dressed up in? Um, I feel like we do this every single year. Do we? But I'm going to oh, go God. back to third grade. Your boy was Kane. I had the Kane rubber mask, and then my aunt made up like a black. I would say a jumpsuit or something. And it had like, like the red, like the red lines or the, like the thick red square uh, rectangle lines that he used to wear back in the day. I was Kane. And then I also like the, uh, this uh, bloody ghost face masked mask. Always a classic. There we go. Four years in a row. I was ghost face, baby. Yes. I mean, for like the last 10 years, I've been psychosis. So that's what's up. Um, you, are you excited for the new screen movie coming out in January? Scream so, five. So excited. It's the Just last can't one. Hide it. You know, so apparently the Scream House is on Airbnb and David Arquette gives you a tour. I want to go and just ask him questions about wrestling. I mean, there you go. Should we make this a thing? Do you want to go? Where is the Scream House? I think it's like in Indiana or Illinois. It's so it's it's really random where it's at. There you go. All out next year. We out to the Scream House. I mean, it's it's a limited time offer, so we'd have to, you know, we'd have to. Skedaddle. New Japan is going to be out here. Are you going? Um, I looked at the card. It's intriguing, but uh, I probably I probably won't go. I'm thinking about it. I'm uh, I'm thinking about it. Once right, again, Monday, for some reason, they just go head to head with Full Gear. I don't know why. Full Gear moved, so that that kind of messed them up. Touche, touche. That's true. But we'll definitely go to West Coast Pro, though, right? Oh yeah, of course. Ishi, bro, Ishi, Ishi's going to be there. You know I love Ishi, right? My favorite bowling ball. Do you know I love I love Tomohiro Ishi. You know this, right? I mean, everyone loves Ishi. I don't know if you don't like Ishi, I don't like you. <laughs> Jeff Cobb, Carl Fredericks, former former Bullet Cast uh, guests are going to be on this card. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins becomes the number one contender to the WWE Championship. He was in a fatal four-way with Finn Balor, Rey Mysterio, and uh... who else was in this? No. Somebody else was in this. 
It was Finn. It was Ray. It was Seth. Bro, who else was in this match? Brandon, who else was in this match? I got, hold on. I'm pulling oh it up. God. I am pulling it up. Oh, Kevin Owens. Who? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Jesus Christ. Yes. But, um, you know, Seth wins, and he will be facing Big E at some point in time for the WWE title. They face each other one other time in their careers, and it was for the NXT Championship, and Big E beat him. Yeah. A good match. Um, I, I I don't know if I'd say they rushed into uh, Rollins and Biggie because I think that is kind of one of the bigger matches they could do if they are going to have this kind of brand split for uh, the foreseeable future for six months or a year, however long they have this going. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. But so does this mean we're not doing, you know, the one time a year all the champions wrestle? Against each other? No, no, that's going to happen. But I think so. We don't know when he gets to use this opportunity. I think it's going to be a quasi money in the bank system where he has like a specific time period, like a 30 day time period or something to use it. And let's say we do Roman versus Big E. Roman beats Big E, and then Seth comes out there, uses his title opportunity, and wins the WWE championship. I don't know if they do that just because it is that would be just so blatantly a ripoff of Money in the Bank, and I think they want to keep that its own like thing. But I do wonder if they want to save Big E as like the guy, if they want Big E to be the guy to beat Roman, which I don't think that's the case. But you know, having Big E take on Roman so soon, I always wondered if they were going to try to get a way to take the title off of him just because they don't want to have that match at Summer Survivor Series, which is why you shouldn't have these matches at Survivor Series. I mean, I'm exactly. Fine. I'm, I'm fine with the matches happening. I'm fine with it all. I am. Um, moving on from that, Bianca and Becky have a segment. So next week they will be wrestling for the Raw Women's Championship. Does Bianca beat her? Is this uh, to make not. good? Is this to make good for uh, SummerSlam? No. I okay. would probably say no. You'd probably say no. All right, All right. I guess. Oh, right. uh, well, I guess we're just going to keep going. Moving on from that, AW, uh, Dynamite. CM Punk defeated Bobby Fish. I kind of wanted Bobby Fish to win. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, this was a fun match, you know, two, two birthday boys fighting for the ice cream or whatever, as Jim Ross said. Um, solid match, probably not Punk's best, but starting to see him get his sea legs back, which is uh, fun to see. You know, we're only a few weeks away from full gear. I won't be shocked if Punk's not even on the card because he's just he's like Dana Bryan right now. He's just wrestling everybody, just having like these little one off feuds. So it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, thoughts on the finish of the kick out? Um, I don't know if I would say that was like fish going into business for himself, but Punk did like take a long time for the cover. So if that is like a booking strategy, I am perfectly fine with it. I feel like that's something like underutilized. Like I know people say like, oh, you're burying the person by kicking out right at the last second, but it's a competition. Your point is to kick out. And if you kicked out at three and, you know, 0.12, then you still lost. That shouldn't, and it's not like, you know, main event, WrestleMania, main event, double or nothing, whatever. You lay down for the entire three count, but an opening match on Dynamite where the guy takes like five, six seconds to cover. Is it really that big of a deal? True. See, this is why Brandon's still here, guys. I kind of know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Cody had a promo with Arn Anderson, and then Andrade and Malachi come out there. Yep. And Pac comes out there and saves the day. This one was like, this promo was like weird because Cody comes out, he gets booed. He acknowledges the boos. He does the thing of like, you know, I like you guys, even if you don't like me, he explicitly says he's not turning, but then he like kind of went in like this. He tried, I felt like he was trying to turn them and he was kind of getting to it. And he was like, the crowd was like, kind of like agreeing with him and like doing like, yeah, yeah. They, you know, clapping along, but then it just kind of unraveled once Andrade comes out and Malachi black comes out and they just, they once again, just cheer Cody or they cheer again. They boo Cody cheer Andrade and black. So, I mean, I'm, I was kind of puzzled by the promo. I thought like his delivery and like some of the stuff he was saying was good, but then I also, I also don't like the meta stuff of talking about turning, but 
I have faith that Cody is smart enough to realize what to know what he's doing. And this is eventually going to lead to a turn or a bigger story. So I'm not just going to say this was dumb and it was terrible. I'm just going to sit here and say it's chapter one, you know, sit here, come back in two months and we can regroup and see what happens. It's true. Go check out the interview that baby Huey did with uh, Cody Rhodes on in the click. It's a great interview. Cody's busting his chops. It's, it's funny. Uh, Sh- Sheeta defeats Serena Deeb. I love this match. I thought this match was fantastic. This was Probably really good. The best, just pure wrestling match of the show. And maybe one of the best women's matches in dynamite ever. And I, I you know, ever. Sheeta, I kind of was thinking about this. Like, it's kind of a shame. Like she's like Drew McIntyre. Sheeta, she was champion throughout the pandemic. She didn't have like the fans and wasn't able to like, you know, have that moment or whatever. And because she has such a long title reign, they're not going to go back to her. And she's just kind of in the mix unappreciated. But when she has this moment, like against Deeb, she was fantastic. And it just kind of sucks that she, you know, she was a champion during the pandemic when she wasn't able to get like the reception and do that. I think the work that her and McIntyre probably deserve to do. Absolutely. Uh, did, she didn't win the title in front of anybody like McIntyre, right? I thought she the one, didn't she win a revolution? So it was kind of like she was a champion right before the pandemic started. I, I really don't remember. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Oh, I can look it up. But yeah, no, uh, Serena Deeb, she, she's doing excellent work. I, 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 I want her to be, hell, you know, is she, is she in the TBS tournament? No, right? Uh, this was for the TBS tournament, so she lost. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, she 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 could be the first ever woman to hold the AEW uh, woman's title and the TBS title, huh? Correct. That's a possibility. Wow, a lot of fir- a lot of first evers. What a lot of first evers going on? I'm, I'm oh no, she uh, yeah she beat so Sheeta beat uh, Nyla Rose at double or nothing. So yeah, in front of nobody. Okay. Okay, okay, for sure. That makes sense. Uh, tell us about the Dark Order and the Super Clip. Um, they had a f- eight or ten man tag match. It was the Halloween special. Uh, the Elite have done this before. Kind of most notably, they did like a Super Mario one on the Jericho Cruise a couple years ago. Um, the Elite were the Ghostbusters, while the Dark Order were just kind of a hodgepodge of different uh, characters. Shout out Stu Grayson, who was uh kratos you know right the day after uh champa did it yeah champ i mean i I do like champa's entire aesthetic but grayson did you know look like kratos more because he had the the white paint everything but um you know we go on we had the stay puff dude was not brandon cutler brandon cutler was actually trapped inside the the horse and the elite beat him up we get the big old reveal of adam page he beats up everyone dark order gets the win johnny hungy pins matt jackson middle of the ring it was a big old cluster mess um this match is super polarizing you either think it's really fun uh good athleticism or you think it's killing the business and it's dumb so i i don't think there's really much middle ground here philip where do you stand adam cole left wwe for this huh yeah really it's really what he left the company for it's cool i guess all right, man. You do you, boo. You do you. This isn't exactly, you know, my cup of tea. It's fun. You know, I like the, the outfits and the stuff, but this is your main event feud. You have Kenny and Hangman, and I think they've done a fantastic job kind of overall telling the story. I mean, Hangman got a monstrous pop when he, you know, took off the, the marshmallow head, which is a good sign. But I mean, just overall, I'm not the biggest fan of the elite kind of going, stooping this far down, doing the shtick. Like, if Kenny wasn't the champion, it'd be kind of a different thing. But when this is your main event program and you're like doing this, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go all Jim Cornette. But you know, I, I see why people hate it, and I, but I also understand why people love it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. I was not a fan. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not a fan at all. It was just. It didn't. It didn't hit. It did not. Did this hit for you? Um, I think being like the ten. I'm not a big a big fan of the ten man tag match to begin with because of, 
you know, just NAEW's rules of it just going balls to the wall and being all over the place. So yeah. just the, the match itself, I'm not a fan of, but then you add on top of the, the care, the, whatever the costumes, uh, Jim Ross was either, you know, burying it or just not understanding anything, which I thought was hilarious. I don't think he's ever seen the ghostbusters calling them protein packs, but you know, uh, this should be a one-off. We got like two more weeks left of television before the, sh- uh, the show. I don't know if Hangman's going to win the title, but uh, I'm we intrigued to see, see what they do. We shall see. Sammy Guevara defeated Ethan Page to retain the TNT championship. Um, good match, you know, very high energy, fast paced. The one thing is I didn't like the stipulation. They just kind of threw it out there of, oh, Sammy, if Sammy loses, he leaves the inner circle. And I don't think anyone believed that. So stipulation was dumb. Match was good. Uh, I like the promo from Jericho after the fact. He's really just going back in time. You know, he's going back to like 2000 Jericho, just doing like, you know, stupid jokes, but it's over the crowd. So it works. And I'm excited to see who they pick. I mean, I would assume they're going to get JDS, uh, Jorge Masvidal, maybe. I mean, that's a really big if they could get Masvidal to do that and uh, probably uh, Paige Van Zandt's uh, husband. Sure. Shout out Paige Van Zandt. Great talent. Best page in wrestling. I said it. Oh. I said it. Best page in wrestling. Oh. Better than Ethan Page. Better than Hangman Adam Page. Better than Page over at the other company. Better than Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, she spells her name P A I G E. So, oh, better so, than So, I mean, page. she's the best pay I G. Also better than that page. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I gotta do I gotta do Tronic's gimmicks since he's not here. I mean I mean oh, I'm man. not wrong. I, I didn't have to say it, but oh Jesus. All right. Uh Superstar Spotlight, who do you got? Who do you got? Who do you got? Um I'm gonna give it to JPEG Mafia. Shout out Peggy. Peggy making an appearance on AEW Dynamite. Who would have thought? Darby Allen comes out, does the gimmick on the uh, on stage, beating up the MJF lookalike during a JPEG Mafia uh, concert. Got a big pop for me. I might be the only person who actually knew who that was, but I, I enjoyed it. All right. I will give it up to the referees that open up the ropes when Charlotte Flair gets in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll give it up to myself because I'm the new Bullet Cast Heritage Universal Champion. The greatest champion. First and only. Uh, it's the same title. It just has a different name now. Okay. It, yeah, it's but, went through some rebranding. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm the champion of your hearts, as you guys know and love me. Yes. The Pachatech is having probably the greatest run in podcast history. Let's be real. Let's be real. Yep. All right, promo pick of the week and match pick of the week. I picked both of them because I know what I'm talking about here. Uh, Christian Cage's TNA debut at TNA Genesis, uh, November thirteenth, two thousand five. This was uh, this this was this was pretty big at the time. You know, he was the first real guy to go over from WWE, and then you know, like you would see like Angle and other guys follow. But Christian Cage was the first who made the jump, and it was a it was a great moment. I remember that day fondly. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on this promo from uh, Captain Charisma, the instant classic? I, I mean, really good, solid opening promo from Christian. I wasn't even, I don't even think I knew what TNA was at the time when I was watching, but, uh, you know, it's been well-documented. Christian wanted more from WWE. Vince didn't see it in him, so he said, you know, screw you, I'm going to TNA. And overall, I mean, I wouldn't say he had like a Kurt Angle run, but, Kurt, you know, Christian... I think he proved all the doubters wrong that he could be the guy, maybe not like the VVV guy, but he can be a guy. But he could he could hold the heavyweight title for a specific amount of time. Uh huh. He could be a guy, just not the guy. All right. Uh, close match pick of the week: Christian Cage versus uh, Booker T versus AJ Styles, Bound for Glory, October twelfth, two thousand eight. This was fun. It was just fun. Yeah, I mean, three big big time names in there. You got Christian, who's you know doing the thing. Booker T. I mean, you know, book it, it's Booker T in 2008. You can't expect too, too much. And, you know, AJ Styles in 2008, he's, you know, on another level. So he, he was, man, that, uh, that shooting star press to the outside. I was like, oh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you have plans to go to Las Vegas this weekend, please come to the Super Beast Compound on uh, Saturday. I will be in Vegas for Devil's Night 16. Yes, the UGWA is going to get down and dirty with the devil in Sin City, baby. I'm calling the action along with uh, Slash, the boss man, Slash. Oh, uh, yeah, we have a great card. The world's versus tag team are defending their titles. You got Cousin Dave Wasted. Midas Creed will be there. Juicy Finale, Super Beast, D-Rogue, um, and, and some more of your favorite acts from the UGWA. Please come out, say what's up, hang out. Uh, if you can't make it out, that's fine. I don't know when it's going to be on IWTV, but it will be there eventually. I'm out here making moves, Brandon. I see you. I see you. And the Bulletcast Heritage Universal Championship might be coming with me. I don't know. I don't know yet. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bulletcast, Instagram, The Bulletcast, YouTube channel, The Bulletcast, emails, The Bulletcast 2 is the number two speed at gmail.com. We haven't been for the last couple of weeks, but uh, I think this one will finally make it up there. 104.7 FM KBU, uh, KPU in Watsonville, Friday night, 11 p.m. to midnight. iTunes, Stitcher, Tune, and Radio Anchor, Spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. You guys know where to find us. The Pacha Tech is out. This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.